Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to what could very well be episode number 184 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila. And today we're here to talk about your business, butts in seats. You know, um, Mark, I really don't know if I appreciate you using the off-color language in the titles. It's um... Well, you're going to have to explain this because my title was um, less catchy and interesting, but very literal. So See, and, um, and that's what we don't want. I mean, that's lesson <laughs> one, you know, for marketing is you never want to actually, you know, tell people what's going to happen. Anyway, so the um, the idea here is the butts and seats conversation is one that we've been having um, kind of uh, pretty regularly recently at Coldesi, and it's the idea that uh, you know if your if your business was a bus. And your your employees or your tasks were all people, and they were sitting on that bus. To kind of go through and make sure that you have someone assigned to every task, and that those people and they're the right people in the right tasks. So you know, moving people around the butts, putting the right butts in the right seats for the job and for the task at hand. Right, right, and and in other words, um, you. you- you may think of your business um, as uh, Maria prints the shirts, uh, John does the artwork, Mark does the writing and the website, you know, and 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 you know somebody else does the embroidery, and you think of your business as that, as those things. Meet meet the here. Here's the person who prints the t-shirts. Um, but as your business changes and grows, and if you want to make sure that you don't have any. Uh, detrimental issues to your business. You need to kind of look at everything that is being done in your business. And for one, make sure you have the right people doing it, but also just understanding everything that those people are doing on a day-to-day basis. Right. That, that, that's a good point. And the example that you use with Maria not being there today, mm-hmm. you know, what happens next is kind of looking at everything. So yes, it is a person and it's also a to-do list for each job. Right, right. So it's it's a bit of both. And the, and the reason why this is so important for your business, especially as you're a small business growing to a medium-sized business and, and, and things of that nature, or you're a startup trying to get going, is, uh, you know, people are going to get sick. People are going to quit. Um, people are going to get overwhelmed. Because all of a sudden you were doing, you're just, you're making, you know, 50 widgets a day, t-shirts or, or hats or mugs yeah. or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, you know, boom, three orders come in a row and you go from needing to do 50 in a day to doing 200 in a day. Right. How do you do it? Who handles it? Um, and, and so on and so forth. So this is a conversation about um, what are all the things that happen in your business? Who does them? And how does this affect uh, things like growth or, or changes in your employee or just employees or just change little changes over time, like someone going on vacation or, or spraining their wrist? 
Yeah, there's and there's a lot of variations on this idea. We did an episode about the E-Myth, which is mm-hmm. a really old book um, about, uh, you know, making sure that you write a job description for everything that needs to be done in your business, even before, you know, and, and then assign people those jobs, even if they're all you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And, and one of the reasons why you want to assign, even if they're all you, is as that business grows and changes, you know, what else can be done by other people? And you mentioned plenty of podcasts we've discussed this, but I think that a nice dedicated one just discussing how to create this framework, how to define everything. And then this way, when you do get busy, you can take a look at something and say, what can somebody else do? Um, Or if you have a, a, a a friend or a family member that works with you or your spouse or something like that, that works with you and they catch the flu or something like that. And they're going to be kind of laid up for a week. Who else can do those other things or what, what needs to be done that I can do? Cause I'm going to work doubly hard. What, what, what needs to be done? What do I want to make sure that I don't forget things like that? Yeah. I mean, I think the worst scenario is that um, Maria gets sick and no one, kno- not only does no one knows what she does mm-hmm. um, all day, no one knows how to do the same things, mm-hmm. you know, like for us at cold Essie, you know, um, Hannah does probably 75% of our emails, mm-hmm. but, but Jess can do the emails as well. So if Hannah's out, you know, we've got Jess that can back her up. If they're both out, then Mark Vila can do the emails, you know, so we've got, we've got redundancy built in as well. Right. And redundancy is important. And I actually had a conversation with, um, uh, a parent, a parent of a student at school, you know, just ran into this guy uh, at a little party and we talked about what he did and he did some work, he does some work, uh, some construction type of work for the city. And he's, and I said, Oh, you know, how big's your, the company you work for? And he said, Oh, it's about 20 people. And I said, Oh, that's not, that is kind of nice. Cause you kind of know everybody and you, you know, there's not a lot of red tape to having conversations with your team. And he agreed that, but he said, the hardest part is, it's hard for me to take a vacation. You know, right. um, I have to prepare a month in advance to be able to take a vacation. I don't have any redundancy. And that, and that turned into probably a half hour conversation of him discussing, you know, um, what what other people in his in can't can and can't do and how he wishes he would have trained this other guy on how to do this thing because it's not that hard. Um, and every time he thinks that he should train this person, it's already too late because now he has to plan for a vacation or he was sick last week or whatever it might be. So um, I think we can uh, dive into kind of how to think about this, how to make and list and write all this down and then what you'll do with that information. Yeah, I I like it a lot. And the first one that you've got down here is to list the talents and skills of your team. And I would almost like we have one above that. Oh, we do. Okay. We do scroll down far enough. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. So, okay. (laughs) Uh, So I'll say it then. Yes. Um, List everything the business needs to do. Yeah. As best as you can, use an Excel spreadsheet, whatever it might be, list. Um, I, I think for something like an Excel spreadsheet is simple enough for this. But every single thing that the business does and don't uh, save it and open it up consistently or leave it open for a while so, it, you, so you always run into it because you're going to need to add stuff for a oh, while to truly list everything that, that the business does. 
Yeah. And, and notice, and notice Mark keeps saying the business because mm-hmm. it's not just everything that you do. Right. It's everything that needs to be done. Everything that needs to be done. And the, this is this interesting part of this is a lot of this list gets forgotten. Right. Right. Like, um, uh, and uh, one that could be easily forgotten that would have a terrible uh, side effects would be forgetting that in the example we mentioned above, above, right? Maria did the printing. Maria also does maintenance every day on the DTG printer or on the DTF printer, right? She does maintenance every day. Well, everyone kind of thinks of her as the printer because they see her walking out of a room with t-shirts and transfers. But behind that, she is manages the inventory of the ink. She makes sure to shake or, or, or agitate the ink as it needs to be done, uh, cleans the print head, you know, every day does a, a maintenance check once a month to make sure that, that everything's been done and even keeps a log of all this stuff. Yeah. And, uh, if, as you get removed from these things, meaning you're selling to customers maybe, and you're doing all the embroidery work and artwork, you know, you could be doing all of these things and you slowly forget that there's all these other tasks that go along with printing, with printing shirts. Right. I I like, I like the task oriented kind of approach. Um, But one thing I (laughs) I just thought of is we recently had, you know, a Coldesi related kind of business. Um, You know, we found out that the person in charge did not have access to the Facebook page. Oh, right. Right. Right, So, so, you know, this is one thing like maybe, maybe we're picking on Maria. I don't know why she's perfectly lovely. person. (laughs) Um, But, you know, maybe Maria is the printer, but she was also really active on Facebook when the business started. So, so she just is the one that set up the business page. Mm -hmm. So now if Maria is out, if she's out, out, then you have to go through an incredible, incredible amount of rigmarole to, uh, to get control of the Facebook page. So it's an important kind of global look at the activities and the people. Right. Right. So, um, the business needs, you know, when you consider kind of basics are, um, some things to list and hopefully this stuff can get you, get you going. So you can write some of this down, uh, but, um, manage, uh, manage the email account. Right. And hosting. So if you have a business email through Gmail, who has the login credentials, who makes sure that the bill gets paid, who gets an email that uh, if the credit card expires and you forget to change the date, you know, where's that information going to go? Who uh, equipment, maintenance on equipment, supplies that are in stock, uh, listing the customers, accounting for invoices, making sure everything that gets paid. You got any other interesting, you know, yeah, just like, you know, who handles all of the social media accounts, you know, um, who, um, does the books, you know, is that, is, is, is the, are the books on the cloud and someone had, and everyone has a password or are they localized on a computer and one person has the password? Right. If you order uh, supplies or apparel from somewhere, um, who has the account? who has the login credentials and uh, you know, someone listening to this is just saying me, 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 right. Cause right. it's only you, but you, it's so, you have to list all these things because if you are going to try to, most people are going to, that we talk to at least, right. Are trying to get their business beyond just me. 
right? You want to grow it a little bit at least. You you would be nice to have some part-time employees that you know filled boxes and and you know uh, re hit start and stop on the embroidery machine for you, so you can make a little bit more money. You know yeah. that's often the goal is is to get to a point where you make some pretty good money and and you've got a nice little business that you're running that's yours. Yeah, even if and even if you don't, you know, go the route where you want to, um, where you want to hire people and bring them into your house or your or your small shop. Even if you start outsourcing things like the bookkeeping or mm -hmm. the invoicing or things like that, you can see how all of those things come into play. Like here is where I get access to all these things, so I can give them access. You know, here's um, here's who does the packing. If you're just going to have someone else do the packing for you. You know, if you're going to have something drop shipped, you know, here's all the information that th that's required to accomplish that. It's all in one place. Yep. You might hire uh, an agency that manages your uh, Google business account for a few hundred bucks a month. Yeah, right. And, yep. and someone who does your accounting, your taxes. I mean, all these things are things that are, are that should be put on a list because you're going to have to give uh, either give somebody some money or hire somebody or you know, whatever it might be. Um, and then if, of course, if you do all this stuff by yourself, say it's, um, you know, you're married, you do all the business stuff. Right. And you are bringing in that income. So you're depending a bit on that income. And then you get really sick. Right. And you're out for like, you know, you're, you're, you're full on flu sick and, and you, you tripped and sprained your wrist because you were sick and you got up in the middle of the night with a fever, right? Like just this whole cloud falls on you, <laughs> right? And, and you're not ready. You're not back to normal for like three weeks. Do you want the business to just stop? Right. Right. Now you could depend on friends or family, even if you, to, to you open up that list, you're too sick to get up and run the embroidery machine, yes. maybe. But you can open up the list and you can say, you know, honey, will you do these few things? Please log into here and make sure to pay this. All I need you to do, son, is to teach you how to maintain this printer, which the stuff I'm going to show you is really easy. I just can't do it with both of these sprained wrists because I fell twice, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever it might be. I think but you should consider like a mattress on the floor at this point. I think you should. Yeah, I mean, sure. That's fine too. <laughs> so, so here's what else I like about this is, you know, if you've got the list, you know, maybe you don't even have to ask anyone, you know, maybe you can just make sure that the people in your life knows where the list exists mm -hmm. and they'll just step in. So, you know, they can at least contact your customers and let you know, there's going to be a delay or, you know, send out the invoices or something like that. You, you've got the you know, the list of things that you could even have it. Here's the list of things I do on the computer. Mm -hmm. yeah, Here's the great. list of things I do in person to fulfill an order. Here, son, here's the list of in-person things. Here, wife or husband, here's the list of computer things. Yeah, that's great. And, and having it all written down allows you to do that when you run into situations that are unfortunate. They also allow you to do this stuff when you're trying to grow or change the business. Or there's just... You are, uh, you're a unique person. If every single thing the business needs, you love doing. Like yes. you're the only person on earth, by the way. I think you if, should probably see something professional. Something professional <laughs> yeah. if that's like you either like the art 
and dislike the accounting or you enjoy the accounting and you dislike the sales or you love the sales and you dislike um, doing embroidery or you love doing digitizing, but you don't like running the machine. I mean, whatever it is, you might do it all now, but there are things that you do and don't like. As you list these things out, you can even add, um, you can grade them on how much you like doing them. And then you can find all the things that list them one to 10 and you can find all the ones and say, these are all the things that I'm going to have somebody else do later. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to pay. So, um, well now, so that's the first thing is list everything and keep it open and keep listing things as you think of new things. And it's going to take you a year to get the full list. Um, next, next is the one you mentioned earlier, Mark, um, yeah, and that's list, uh, list the mm-hmm. talents and skills of your team. And again, you know, I mean, if it's you and a part timer, if it's three people in the shop, if you're running a big shop and you're listening to this, and you've got a dozen employees running screen printing and embroidery equipment, then then the bigger you are, this even becomes more valuable. Mm-hmm. Is to list yeah. out specifically, um, maybe not even just who can do what, but who could do what. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've got the, who can do that? Who can do the emails right now? Who could do the emails if we spent like 10 or 15 minutes with them to make sure they knew how, you know, that's, and, and is there anyone else that could do the, do the website? You know, Mm -hmm. if it's someone on your team that does the website, is there a contractor somebody knows that could help or vice versa? We've got a great contractor who's part of your team like a mar- an external marketing guy or an external bookkeeper, they are going to be part of your team. You know, that external person does the website and the books. Is there someone inside that can be the main point of contact or can back that person up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. And, and, and it's, this is, um, once you hit two people, this is really important, right? And, and it's important by, when you're um, by yourself, of course, because the other thing is, if you can do everything, you again are a unique individual. Right. Because it, the chances of you being a great digitizer and being great at running the embroidery machine and being a great salesperson and being a great accountant and being able to build a website and run social media, you know, um, just that's not, it's not common. There are right. things you're going to be weak at. Right. And um, so, you know, you should understand that. So you, if you don't use your digitizing, you should be putting on your list. The digitizing is going through cold SE graphics. Yeah. Right. Um, and if you don't do the accounting, you should list that. This is the my um, you know, tax preparer or CPA or whoever. And, and I would really like give yourself the opportunity to be surprised. So, you know, if you do have mm-hmm. kind of a team of people, then ask them also, you know, go through this process and go, you know, okay, so um, Maria does the embroidery. Is there anyone else here that would like to learn how to do the embroidery to back her up? You know, find out what their, their not just talents and skills, but their interests are too, because maybe you can train someone up a little bit. Because if you do hit two people, then it's a good chance that you're going to be arrested. And you'll need someone to take over this job for you. I had to wait yeah. so long to say that it was really not worth it. it just <laughs> it was really, really well, not. But I couldn't well, let it go. I, no, I think that's great, Mark. <laughs> well, all right. So the so step one is you list everything the business does. Then you list the talents and skills of the team. 
Um, it's important that you list it for yourself because you're probably not good at everything. And it's even more important if you have more than one person and the more people you have, almost the more important it becomes to really uh, get to this point. Um, Then the next step is you list areas of potential growth or potential improvements in efficiency. Boy, I I like this a lot. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that it's almost like a, a process improvement, you know, especially if one of the things that you like is printing, Mm-hmm. you know, or doing the embroidery, you know, there's some real opportunity for everyone. If you examine what the steps that you're taking, you know, or the way you're approaching that task for your business and looking for ways that you could do it faster or better or more profitably. Right. And it, it's, it's everything or anything, you know, I mean, all areas have areas for growth, but you should know the areas that you don't pay attention to, or you're not very good at, or um, you consistently have issues with, and that those can be improved. Uh, so um, you might not be the best salesperson. So you, but you, you know, you get business and you get referrals, but you, you know, you struggle with asking for business and charging enough money potentially. Uh, so an area for growth, you could, you know, you mark that, you know, yeah. get better at sales or get a, somebody to sell for me. Um, And that could be the same with um, digitizing. You try to do all your embroidery digitizing yourself. You're not that good. You spend so much time digitizing, sewing, digitizing, sewing that it's four hours deep and you haven't even started your production. That's an area for growth. Should I outsource that? Should I hire somebody? You know, Um, it's also uh, areas of improved efficiency. Could you, if you did something better, could you save money? Yeah. I mean, I think I think the outsource digitizing thing, like we've get we get people who switch to using Coldesi graphics because the 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 new software, the design deck software that um, Coldesi is is uh, is coming out with, is just super simple to use, and it and it's very friendly interface. It doesn't mean you're going to be good at it, mm-hmm. you know, or you're so or you that you're not going to struggle with it. You know, so it's it's an opportunity to save you maybe hours of education time or hours of fiddling around with the design and not really improving it any. If you just go to Cold Essie Graphics and say, you know, in a, in a day or two, you can get a beautifully digitized design. I mean, we get the opportunity to see some of those. Uh, they do sample sew outs and we get the opportunity to look at those and they're just incredible. Like there's some beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of you are a little bit twisted. We've seen some crazy stuff come through there too. I'm just going to say that out loud. <laughs> Thank you. But that's but I'm that's a, you but that. that's you know that's somewhere you could look. You know, hey, if you're you think you're at max capacity because you're spending so much time doing these things, if one of those things, if you can identify one of those things that, like Mark said, you don't enjoy, mm-hmm. you're not that great at. Then, man, if there's a simple $25 solution or $50 solution, you should probably take advantage of it. Yes. And uh, this is also just when you're looking as you grow your company, right? So um, you don't do very much in social media. You don't necessarily um, understand everything. There's too many terms. What's the difference between, you know, a reel and a pace, a post, and uh, what's a page versus uh, and what what is for you mean i mean there's all these words you don't understand it um you would you know that there is growth out there if your business did some social media stuff and yeah you hope to get there 
So you may just say, you know, an area of potential growth is social media. As the business grows and I get some income in, it's not something I'm good at. I don't plan on being good at it. It's on my list as something I'm not good at. So this is going to be something I'm going to hire somebody for in the future, whether it's an outsource agency or a full-time employee or whatever it might be. And I'd, I'd apply the same kind of logic to specific people, you know? Mm -hmm. So in other words, if somebody on your staff is tapped out, like you can see that, that Maria is working nine hours a day, you know, and Mm -hmm. she's not going to be able to work anymore. That's, that's kind of her max. You've reached the limit of the number of t-shirts you're going to print or polos that you're going to sew, then, you know, that's, that's a max capacity. Uh, And you have to look at whether or not you can outsource some some of that work maybe, or whether it's time to bring somebody in, get another right. piece of equipment. Right. And, and, and you can, it's okay also to be, you know, uh, a little tough on folks in writing, you know, just say that this person runs the printer and the embroidery machine. They're just really inefficient with the embroidery machine. It's an area for improvement, you know, and uh, it's, it's good knowledge to have because as you grow and change your business and things like that, you may just say, this person's not that good at embroidery. The business is growing. I can probably go ahead and, and hire somebody, another part-timer or a full-timer, and I'm going to get somebody in for embroidery. That's what yeah, I'm going to look for. And I'm just going to remind you to, to take a nice cold look in the mirror when you're doing that as well. <clears throat> you know, like, are yeah, you good. at max capacity? Are right. you doing at max capacity because you're taking twice as long doing something that somebody else could do? significantly better and faster then you know Mm -hmm. that that goes on the list it's not a problem that you have to solve right now we're not in the kind of solution phase but you need to identify all of these all of these places where you could um you can improve by by either uh, reducing your responsibilities Mm -hmm. or increasing your capacity right and it's great i mean this is the kind of stuff that sometimes you don't even notice it till you really write it down and look at it you know uh, so, okay. So we've got lists, those, you know, max close capacity, to max capacities. We've got yeah. that. And that includes, you know, individual team members, whatever it might be. I also think it's important to list uh, equipment there as well, because oh, your point. equipment is, is a, is a team member. And if your embroidery machine is being run, you know, six hours a day, and you what you you're looking at the trail and it went from zero to 10 minutes to one hour to four hours to six hours and that's the path over six months you know that you're not that many months away until right. you have to run your machine 10 12 hours a day and that's not really what you want to do yeah right i I, to- I love this idea because that, that's a great example if um you know if you can do I don't know, let's say you can do 30 hats a day. Mm-hmm. You know, are you turning away hat orders because you can't produce them fast enough for the deadline? You know, are you um, burning out the employee that does hats? Um, are you stressing out old equipment doing mm-hmm. doing that, doing those jobs? You know, if you could do twice as many hats in the same amount of time, what else could you do with that time? Because using mm-hmm. embroidery is a perfect example. If it takes 15 minutes, 12, 15 minutes to embroider something, I mean, the operator isn't doesn't have their hands doing the sewing the entire time, right? If you add another embroidery machine, one person can run both. Mm-hmm. And now you're getting twice the production 
you're doubling your capability, your capacity and capabilities of one person just by adding a piece of equipment. Right. Right. So this is just, just all great stuff in it. And it lets you really understand what's happening in your business and it individually for each person, even if it's just you for each piece of equipment and then for the business as a whole. And this is where you're going to really understand how you're going to be able to grow. So many people get stuck that I want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but they never pay attention to what they're doing, what other people are doing, inefficiencies, efficiencies, all of that stuff, never pay attention to it. And you get stuck at 60,000 or whatever the number is. A million, you get stuck at a million and you want to get to 5 million. You get stuck there because you're not paying attention to anything. And then eventually you just, you become, uh, you just think you can't grow past it when you absolutely can. There is, there's the chances of your business being the absolute most efficient and everybody doing the right thing and, and nobody, and you, none of these things can be outsourced is just, that just doesn't exist. Yeah. And right? even if you're, you know, one of these companies of one, you know, one of the, one of these um, entrepreneurs, even if you just have a cricket that you use at home, I think I get mm-hmm. more comments on our Facebook post from cricket users um, saying, uh, you know, I could never do that. Or my cricket mm-hmm. isn't fast enough. I can't like I can't take these orders because it's too slow. But I could never do you know what's next. I don't know how to grow with me and my cricket. And they get like cemented into what they're doing right now because they're not stepping outside and looking. Like they're not even really thinking that they maybe they could get a better piece of equipment that's more efficient and make a lot more money for the t- same time they're spending. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could outsource some of the design work, which is not that hard to do. Maybe they could um, find someone to help them get more business. You know, all of these like max capabilities, you know, by person and by task, conquering those is how you get to $60,000, $100,000, 12 people, $3 million. You know I mean? This is, you, you don't do it by yourself doing the same things again and again, this kind of uh, business introspection that Mark Vila is, is talking about here is definitely what will separate you from just staying in your back bedroom, doing the same right. thing. Cool. We're not judging, but you know, if you want to grow, that's, what's keeping you back. Yep. It, it, it will. This type of stuff will help you change your mindset as well, especially as you look at it and you start thinking like an entrepreneur and uh, you stop thinking like uh, you stop thinking about, small dollar things and you start thinking about big dollar things. You stop thinking about, oh my gosh, I just wasted like a quarter of a cone of thread that costs you like a dollar. And you start thinking about how can I make an extra $5,000 this month? Yeah. And, uh, and we see the social comments all the time. You know, somebody will look at a $10,000 printer and say, why would I buy that when a cricket can do the same thing? Yeah, because no, I don't know why. Why would you buy a pickup truck when a uh, a red rider wagon can do the same thing? Both of them can haul bricks down the road, right? Right, um, and and it, so this type of stuff will help you change your mindset because okay, if I want to be able to do this, I have to be able to understand everything. As I begin to understand everything, I'll start to begin to think about what's the next step, right? And I think this is kind of a. I mean, this is an ongoing exercise, but you should. Go through this list 
um, one right after the other, or, you know, mm -hmm. within a 30 day period, um, more than once, because these things come up. There are a lot of things that you do once a year that comes up. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that, um, you do every court. Like if you, if you're doing this now and you haven't paid your quarterly taxes yet mm -hmm. and your quarterly taxes go on, go on the list, that's something that's going to fall off, you know, the list until you kind of, kind of add it. It's, it's one of those tasks that will get forgotten and no one will do if you're taken down for a while. Right. And, and so, you know, there's, that's kind of the, the, I think we have it four. Yeah. That's the four lists that you make. Right. And now that um, I recommend doing this in, in Excel, you could do multiple sheets or you could do you know one sheet and list everything kind of uh, in there somehow. But once you've got it all, you now you go back to the top, you go back to the beginning and you look at it all from above. And you look for patterns, you know, you look for um, uh, the holes where there seems like things aren't getting done correctly. You look for skills that seem to be completely absent from your business. You look for uh, somebody that employees that are completely overwhelmed. And you look at all those things and you figure out how can I move things around? This person's really overwhelmed. This person's underwhelmed. This person does all of the embroidery work. This person yeah. does none of it. This one can, because Mark mentioned, you know, list people that could do something. This person could learn to hoop and pull stuff on and off an embroidery machine and fix thread breaks. I'm, I'm going to teach them. Mm -hmm. They're going to be a secondary person. Great They're going to relieve a little bit of the stress off person number one. And now they're both in there. You've built in redundancy. And now that you've got two embroiderers, you know, even if one of them is a part-timer that works one day a week, you know, you can now, you could sell more embroidery. Yeah. So get out there and fill those, fill up this new person's, you know, uh, uh, shift. So uh, there's just so much you can do with this information that will make you a better business owner, whether uh, you're doing it completely by yourself or you, you know, you've got the whole family working in it or you have three employees. Yeah. And you know, Hey, this is, um, this really is a different uh, mindset and a different way to look at your business. And I'd really like it, like it if you went through this exercise and just didn't think about it while you're listening to the podcast. I'd really, okay. mm -hmm. I'd really like it if you actually did it because that's the difference between someone that, that makes the leaps ahead or really fundamentally improves their business is not just learning all this stuff, but actually doing it like doing mm -hmm. some of it. Um, I read mm -hmm. a book called Skip the Line and um, it was talking about, you know, just writing 10 random ideas every day. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in a little while, you'll get some fantastic ideas and you can implement those, et cetera. And reading about it, I thought was amazing. Doing it was great. You know, like really doing the exercise that we're talking about here, uh, it's definitely gonna, it's gonna help. It's gonna help give you direction. It's gonna help plug holes and help you grow. Yeah. You're going to feel, you're, you'll actually feel very accomplished and, uh, intelligent and, uh, and, and, you, and like a good planner. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of great things to come out when you create, uh, when you create something like this, uh, and then you get to show somebody and, uh, they'll be thoroughly impressed because another friend of yours who has a small business didn't do this at all. And you're going to show them this Excel spreadsheet and say, Hey, get, tell me your thoughts. 
and they're gonna they're gonna be impressed. I should be doing this type of stuff, you know. And and so it's great. So I'm uh, uh I think that um I think this is kind of wrapped up what we yeah. wanted to talk about here. Yeah. And uh, the homework on this is obvious, you know, go out and do this for your business. And if you want to share it with us, you can feel free to share it with us. We'll be happy to take a look at it. Yeah. Love that. And um, I enjoyed this today. Good, uh, good episode, Mr. Vila. I appreciate that. Um, that's it for me. All right. Wonderful. Well, uh, as, as always, you know, um, this is a cold podcast. So, you know, brief commercial, check out cold and you'll find links to supplies, blanks, graphics, all types of uh, customization equipment. Um, there's a new DTF printer, direct to film printer. Oh yeah, that's at, that just came out, and um, it's very affordable for a small to medium sized business that look that's looking to get into um, a solid T-shirt transfer production. Yeah, I mean it's a, so it's a high. It, it's a Compact, high volume t-shirt transfer printer. Yeah, that the investment return on investment is about 15 seconds (laughs) um, on this thing. (laughs) So it's really fast, really cool. So I recommend you check that out if you don't know much about DTF printing. And uh, there's a ton of other things we have on there. We mentioned a bunch of examples from sublimation to embroidery to cutters and and, and, uh, uh, white toner transfers. So check out coldessie.com and uh, live chat with one of our pros. Cool. This has been uh, Mark Stevenson. And Mark Vila. You guys have a fantastic, well-organized, list-driven, non-end capacity, high growth business. That's enough of that. Okay, bye. (laughs) 